0: you got me going in circles you got me going in circles you know many of us we grew up in places where we had to learn how to fight with our hands and some of us we grew up in places where we had to fight even if we didn't want to fight. It was either a fight back or get beat up. So it's natural for some of us to think of punching someone when we hear the word fight. But as we get older, we realize that the unfortunate piece is that most of us learn That fighting hurts people and doesn't get to the root of the issue. Fighting does not solve problems. And it can only be used as a temporary fix. But I want to talk to you today about a fight. A fight that does not require us to use our hands but it necessitates us to use our faith and our obedience. When we use our hands, we take the battle upon ourselves, but when we use our faith and obedience, we step back and watch God do what he does. There comes a time, Lansing, when you and I have to recognize and realize. That there are some battles that we have. That we have to give them all over. To the Lord. Some battles are tougher than others. Some battles require power and skills that none of us have. So it's a blessing to know that as children of God. We have access to the most high, almighty, and powerful God when we need him. God will go before us and he will fight our battles. And all we need to do is just simply stand firm in our faith and in our obedience. No one who has trusted and obeyed God has ever lost a battle. They may have gotten hurt, beat up, beat down, talked about, ostracized, fired, or even killed. But they didn't lose the battle because God never loses. God is always victorious at all times. You know, there was once a man who was suddenly diagnosed with a terminal illness. He was a man of God. A man that trusted and believed in the Lord. He understood the principles of trusting in the Lord and he understood that he could not lean upon his own understanding. Within months the same man who turned his life over to the Lord who walked in faith Who prayed to the Lord, who shouted out to the Lord, who cried out to the Lord. He died. His friends and his family, who were unbelievers, can understand it. They wondered how could you spend all these years talking about the goodness of the Lord? And when you needed him most, he let you die. So the friends and family stayed in their disbelief. Went to the funeral, went to the repast. Everybody just carried on as life goes on. And one day, they celebrated the one year anniversary of their deceased loved one. A young man entered the room and they saw him, he was uh, pretty dapper, so he caught everyone's attention. And a family member walked over to this young individual and they said, who are you and how do you know a loved one? And he said, I'm just a friend. And he said, well, actually I'm a little more than a friend. I'm his prayer partner, his prayer warrior. When your uncle was in pain, we cried to the Lord together. When he needed help and didn't want to go back into the hospital. We cried together and talked to God. And they looked at him and said, we still don't understand why you're here. Apparently all that prayer was for nothing because he's gone. The dapper dude looked at him and he smiled. He said, only believers concede that he won the battle and that the prayers were answered he said he's no longer in pain he is forever healed now and now he is with the lord he said blessed are the dead that die in the lord i want you to know today that even when death comes to take us out if we are obedient to god death didn't win the battle we won the battle i need you to understand that death is not your final destination it's just a stop that you gotta go through to get to where you're headed to are you understanding what i'm saying so some people who don't believe When they see death come, they think that God lost the battle. But what they don't know is death is God's way of helping us to escape this dirty, cruel world. He's going to save us one day. It's about trusting God. Being obedient to God. Now, I want to talk to you about this because it, it, it seems kind of weird. How can I be going through something and you're telling me all I need to do is trust and obey I want you to know that two of the most complicated things to do while you are going through a storm is to trust and to obey you may even head about without yourself Sometimes things happen and we wonder, why am I even doing all this church stuff? I pay my money. I sing to the Lord. I, I even cleaned the toilets the other day. I do everything that I'm supposed to do, but it seems that I'm still going through things. I need you to understand that as children of God, we don't need to put up our hands to fight. We need to fight with our faith. We can't allow anything... To separate us from believing in who God is. And what God can do. But while we're waiting on God to show up. We must walk in obedience. Even when we're tempted to do something different. Even when we're tempted to go left. We must keep and maintain our faith in God. Because our faith is all that we have. You know I thought about a place, a place called Jericho. Now, I read somewhere that Jericho is known to be the oldest city in the world. It was a fortified city. It was secured by walls because the inhabitants wanted to keep God's people out. They didn't want the Israelites to come in. Jericho was the first city to be conquered under Joshua's leadership. So when Moses went on, Joshua took over. Now notice I said that the inhabitants wanted to keep God's people out. There are some things that others don't want us to have. And they will do everything in their power To ensure that we do not receive those things. But when God is for us. And has something for us. What's ours will belong to us. I got to say that again because somebody already gave their blessing to somebody else. I want you to know that it doesn't matter who's praying against you. Who's working against you. When God has already given you something. What's for you. is certainly for you. Sometimes we wait on blessings, and it doesn't matter if they are physical, mental, or spiritual. We have to continue to wait on God until he shows up. While we're waiting on the Lord, we have to wait in faith. We have to wait in obedience. We have to know that if God didn't give it to us, it just ain't time yet. Now, I want to tell you something. A lot of us get discouraged when we receive the answer no. But I want you to know that no does not always mean no to God's people. Sometimes no simply means not yet. There are some blessings that God, he's going to give us that we're waiting on he has not given us those blessings yet because it's not time for him to release those blessings. Sometimes God just wants to see us walk in faith and walk in obedience before he discharges any blessings that we're waiting on. God wants to know, do you really believe that I am a deliverer? How long are you willing to obey me if you don't have what you think you need? Many of us, we're fighting battles. Simply because we don't understand that the battle is not ours to fight, but the battle belongs to the Lord. Can I just talk to you today? Now, anything that you have to pray about to be delivered from or to is called a spiritual Let me explain this. You know we say. Whether it be physical. Mental. Or spiritual. Talk to God about it. Are you with me? When you pray to God. For something. Or about something. Even if it's something physical, it becomes spiritual. I knew you were gonna look at me like that. You wanna get well. It's spiritual. How? Because it's physical. Because I'm dependent upon Heal me I need to keep the spiritual connection so I can talk to God see my body can be falling apart but the spiritual part of me begins to grow in strength on a daily basis some of us are taking spiritual battles and we're trying to fight them carnally Is this making sense to y'all? I'm graduating y'all to 102 today. I know you're praying that you don't get laid off your job, but although that is a physical thing, I want you to know when you take that request to God, it becomes spiritual. Why? Because I need to keep talking to God about this. Lord, if something happens to me, I don't know where I'm going to pay my next bill. I don't know how I'm going to get food. I don't know how I'm going to continue to pay my rent. But what I do know that you will provide his provision is spiritual why because I can't see it but I believe that is on the way work with me today whatever you need you need to take it to Jesus make your physical need become spiritual Depend upon God. You know, I I, I know you already know this, and if you don't know this, you will know this. And when it hits you, don't let it hurt you. Just get on up and keep moving. You know, some folk you think you can depend upon, they ain't got your back like you think they got your back. Some of you right now, you feel like, well, if I lose my job, I can go and stay with my uncle. I can go stay with my cousin. You don't even know that your uncle and your cousin ain't feeling you like that. They don't even really like when you come over to visit, so you know you can't go and stay there for a little while. Don't depend upon uncle, depend upon Jesus, because God has everything that you need. Some of you must have got rejected by your uncle, didn't you? Let me get back to my story. Jericho was a place that they didn't want God's people. But I want you to look at something. Go with me. We're going to have a Bible study today. I'm going to learn you something. Jericho was a place that was secured to keep the people in and to keep other folk out. But God had already told Joshua that Jericho was given to him in his hand. Now, before God told Joshua that, I want you to go to Joshua chapter number one. I'm going to try to speed this up because I only have three hours and I want to make sure I get all points before you leave today. <laughs> Lock the doors. Somebody said we're hungry for the word but we're not starving. Follow me, church. Look here. Joshua chapter 1. Now, I'm going to read this to you because it makes sense to do. Before Joshua encountered his task to go into Jericho and to overtake it, God had a talk with him that was really independent of Jericho. Just like when God strengthens us through his word. Now you may have experienced something in your life and when God strengthened you through the word, it may not have been for that particular A a, a situation that you were dealing with because maybe that situation had not even come upon you at that time. I'm going to show you why when we encourage ourselves in God that we need to remain encouraged because that encouragement will help us to win the battles that are before us. Now some of you, uh, uh, you may be thinking about what do you mean by encourage yourself in the Lord. Let me tell you what that means. I have learned that I can't just always pick up the phone and call somebody and they encourage me when I'm going through some things. There are certain things that I don't really want people to know that I'm going through. I know they can't understand it. I know they would judge me if they knew it so I got to talk to Jesus about it all by myself. To encourage yourself in the Lord means that everybody can be against you, nobody has to listen to you, but you have enough faith in God to go in the closet, go in the garage, get in the car, wherever you got to go, where you can be with God by yourself, and you can talk to God, and you can leave encouraged. If you need somebody to pump you up, to always encourage you, to make you get up out the In the the, the morning time To always make you do the things that you need to do You need to check yourself Before you wreck yourself You cannot depend upon people To encourage you Because people will walk out of your life Are you hearing me? Encourage yourself Sometimes you gotta look in the mirror And say the devil is a liar Encourage yourself Now look what he told Joshua The Bible says after the death of Moses The servant of the Lord It came to pass on It came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua The son of Nun Moses' assistant saying Moses my servant is dead Now therefore arise Go over this Jordan You and all this people to the land I am giving to them the children of Israel watch this every place that the sole of your foot would tread upon what I have given you are y'all with me so far as I said to Moses from the wilderness And this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates. All the land of the Hittites. And to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be what? Your territory. Now, I need you to understand that people were occupying these places at that time. Look at five. He says... No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Now keep in mind, it did not mean that Joshua wasn't going to have to fight. It did not mean that tough times were not going to come. But God said, look, I'm telling you this now because you're going to need it later. I've already given you the victory. All you need to do is show up to receive it. Are you with me today? Look at verse number six. He said, be strong and be of good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. And I found that very interesting how he said it back to back. You know why? Because even when people tell us to be strong and be courageous, you know, sometimes when they say that, fear pops in right away. God told them again. I'm going to confirm this for you. I need you to be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left. That you may do what? Prosper. Wherever you go. Now, watch this. We see two elements here. We see faith. Well, where's the faith? I got to believe that God would never leave me nor forsake me. I have to believe that what God has for me is for me. I also see obedience well what does that mean God said do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left you need to continue to be in obedience so that you may do what prosper in order for us to move, head, uh, move ahead in God to move forward in God we have to keep these two elements in our lives at all times faith And obedience. Somebody look at me like, what what, what you talking about? Let, Let me put this down. If you lose your job, you don't have to start stealing to eat. I wish I had somebody who knew who God is in here. You don't need to start falsifying information. get help just because somebody tells you no that does not mean that the answer is no it means that's not the channel that you're going to get your help from right now are y'all understanding can I just teach I want to teach you today I know some of you want to run sit down I got to learn you something today because faith is more than saying I have it faith is living it If you can't receive the answer no without tripping, without crying, without going into a fetal position, without turning your phone off, not wanting to talk to nobody, you can't eat, you can't sleep, your faith is not where it needs to be. Think about it. Some of us, we will lose all hope because one person out of the whole entire world told us no. And God already told you, I got your back. I will never leave nor forsake you. If I be for you, who can be what? But you crying over one person? Who was made by the person that promised you that nobody would do anything to you. Are y'all getting this? Hold on. I'm going somewhere. Joshua had to keep this in mind because I'm telling you, church, as we continue to grow in Christ, as we continue to get older, some things are going to happen. It's not always going to be ABCs and 1, two, threes. Some big things are going to happen in our lives that's going to make us, make us sit down and think for a little while. But the same God who delivered you years ago is the same God that will deliver you right now. But you have to walk in faith. And what? Oh, oh, y'all starting to get this. He told Joshua. He said, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. But you shall do what? Meditate in it. Day and night. You know, that comes a time when you need to keep your face in the book sometimes people can't keep their face in the book because they're too busy posting on Facebook. Talk about it. Talk about it. it gets me when folk get out there, hey fam, how you doing fam, hey hey, hey, fam, pray for me. Hey, hey, hey! How about getting off Facebook, opening up the book, falling on your face and asking God to deliver you. We asking folk to pray for us who just got through cussing on the let me keep going. I got to keep going cuz y'all going I'm going to get mad up in here. He said, "Don't let it depart out of your mouth." Do you know what that means? That means that while you're going sometime and I got to pick up the word of God when things seem to be against me I need to know that God is still for me and it's not that I don't think that God is for me but it sure does feel nice to read about it he said what meditate do you know what that means meditate how often day and night he said meditate day and night You know what that means? When you meditate day and night, you keep the enemy out your ear. See, when you give up the meditation, that's when separation comes. That means that sometimes I'm going to have to just read the word. I'm not going to always have time to go out to dinner with you because I need to meditate on what God told me, all his promises to me because right now, I'm going through something. And I'm telling you, quit trying to explain your case. You ain't in court. Can I preach like I want to? Ain't none of this in my notes, but I got to say it because I feel it. We act like we going to spiritual court. Let me tell you what happened. It doesn't matter what people think about your case. Take your complaint to Jesus because he's the only one who can do something about it. Think about this, I'm gonna go back to Facebook and I hope you get so mad that you close your account. Imagine if people picked up the word of God like they pick up the mouse to type into something on Facebook. People wake up early in the morning To get up on Facebook. To see who did something an hour before. Imagine if you didn't get on Facebook early in the morning. But you picked up the book early in the morning. And start talking to Jesus. Meditating on his word. It's a shame when Facebook has to be your God. Meditate. Meditate for some of us right now. If they took Facebook away from us, we wouldn't have no life. Everything you do, somebody got to see it. You buy a new dress. Didn't even thank God for the money to buy the dress, but you're showing folk who don't even like you. Looking for a like. I'm getting there. None of this in my lesson. And these are grown people we talking about. You sitting something out there just waiting, just counting the seconds. Who going to like it? Who going to like it? Then you call somebody, I can't believe nobody ain't like it. When I put it. How about talk to Jesus about what you want to talk about? Thank God for everything that he gave you. Quit showing off to other folk who don't care. And let me tell you something while I'm there. I grew up in the hood. Yep, yep, Well, folk were up to no good. Now let me tell you something. For some of you who don't know this, let me peep this game to you. You quit getting on Facebook telling folk now I'm in Hawaii, and then I'm going to Mississippi, and then after I get through there, I'm going over there, because Junebug, Little Peanut Butter, and everybody else gonna be in your house. Showing folk all the things you got in your house. Let me show you my surround sound theater. I don't trust people. When I get a new TV, I take the box and throw it in somebody else's garbage. I'm almost there. Meditate. Keep your mind pure. Because it's going to come a time you're going to need some Jesus in your life. He told Moses, I mean, I'm sorry, he told Joshua, I'll be with you just like I was with Moses. Meditate in the day and night. He said, But you shall meditate in the day and night that you may do what? Observe to do according to how much. All that is written in it, for then you will make your way. What? Prosperous. You want to prosper? Quit listening to folk to tell you to send them 2995. If you want to prosper, open the free book of God, read His word, meditate on His word, and he will prosper your way. The Bible says to prosper, and then you shall have. Good success. And I like verse number 9. Look at verse number 9. What did he say again? Have I not. Commanded you. Be what? And of what? Didn't he already say that twice? But you know what he know? A storm. Is coming. See. When we're going through things that are great. Folk may say. What up? How you living? You know what we're going to tell them? I'm blessed. Y'all can complete it. And highly favored. Glory be the name of the Lord. Oh, Jesus. But you're blessed and highly favored. Not only then but you're blessed and highly favored when you're going through some things but you can continue to get up and accomplish the things that you need to accomplish during the day when you're not going to let a couple of incidents through your day mess up your entire week, when you're going to keep your head up no matter who's trying to bring you down, that's when you can say I'm blessed and highly favored why is it highly favored? because I'm being elevated above that mess that you're trying to bring me down into Highly favored If you never experienced the elevation of the Lord Just keep on living It's nothing like knowing that you got things in your life But you walking on air You walking on water It's it's a blessing to know That although you may be going through something God is still there He will never leave you Nor forsake you So that's why he said be of good courage It's going to come a time When you may think I'm gone. I ain't going nowhere. I'm just waiting on you. To be strong. And of good courage. I may send some things your way. Let them come your way. Just to see if you believe. That I will come. And save you. He told Joshua. Are y'all feeling this here? He told Joshua. A few times. Be strong. Be of good courage. Look what he say. Do not be afraid. I was going to say some of us would say don't be scared. <laughs> be not afraid. What? Nor dismayed. For the Lord your God is where? Where? He's with you. Where is he? Wherever what you go. Because you ain't going nowhere. You ain't got no business being because you're meditating where? Day and night. Oh, y'all starting to get this. We starting to get this. So let's put this together. I'm excited. Uh, I didn't even have to write no sermon this week. I should have just got up here. (laughs) See, let me tell you something too. Now you may look at me and say, why is he so excited? I don't come here to preach too. I come here to preach with you you understand what I'm saying while I'm up here I'm encouraging myself in the Lord I got some things going on in my life I, I said oh Lord I just saw a breakthrough see it don't matter how people smile on the outside I need God to deal with me on the inside some of us we've been so good at covering up the pain and the hurt we need God to do something on the inside God said, be strong, be of good courage, and don't be afraid. Afraid of what? Nothing. Why am I not going to be afraid? Because I'm meditating. Because I believe that he's with me. Well, how often am I meditating? Day and night. Because let me tell you why you got to do it. Night time is the right time for fear. Many of us are afraid to go out the house at night. Am I right? He said meditate day and night. So what that means, I want you to have just as much courage in the nighttime, y'all starting to get—oh, well, y'all making me happy—that you have in the daytime. Just because the lights are out, don't mean God has went to sleep. Y'all understand what I'm saying? He's still wide awake. But let me tell you something. I, I, I gotta—I gotta get to my point. I gotta get to my point. He says, "Chapter in my own." He flipped my book. I, I looked at my Bible. I'm going to chop the foe. <laughs> and you know what? The devil's still a liar. Because I'm going right back to where I left off. He said, do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now, let's stop there. Do you believe that God is with you? Yes. Now, now I, know I, I know I used up some time. And I'm going to try to make up some. I need to show you this in the Bible. When I thought about it, it was mind blowing. I had to go to chapter one to spend some time in chapter one because when I take you over to chapter six, you won't get it. You gotta understand that right now, you in chapter one of your life. You in chapter one, which means this is the preparation period where you gotta be a You got to be strong enough, good courage. And you can't be afraid. Because what God has for you is for you. But you ready for this? Come closer, listen. You ready? Let me step all the way back so everybody can see me. Are you ready for this? Although what God has for us is for us. Although. God has already declared and decreed and he already has given us some things that we haven't received yet but they have already been ordained in heaven that we're going to get these things. We still may have to go through a battle to get them.
1: Talk about teach, teach. Are you understanding this? Yes, sir.
0: There are some things that God has for you, but you still gonna have to fight to get them. Now somebody may say, that doesn't sound right, but it is right, and I'm gonna prove it. I want you to understand that the reason why you can never give up, although you believe that God has something for you, is because certain things that you want God has already blessed you to receive them. He already knows he's going to dispatch them to you. But you're going to have to fight. Not with your hands. But with your faith and your obedience to get them. Are, are, are you with me? Let's go over to chapter six. Chapter number six. And number. Starting at verse number 1. Now watch this. Now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out. And none came in. You remember I told you that, right? And the Lord said to Joshua, see. What did he say? I have what? Given Jericho into your hands. His king. And the mighty men of the Lord. Now look what he's saying. I gave you this already. Now let's just put this in perspective. Did Joshua have it though? He had not yet conquered it. God said I already blessed you to get it. But you got to go get it. See that's why. Sometimes. You got to go To it. In order. To go to it. You got to go. Through it. So sometimes you got to go to it. But before you go to it. You got to go through it. He told Joshua. I already gave it to you. In your hand. Verse number three. You shall march around. The city. All you men of war. You shall go all around the city once this you shall do how many days Six. now I, I took you here for a reason why does he have to do all this if you already got it I think boy, y'all making me happy today y'all got a lot of sleep last night didn't you <laughs> It wasn't that God couldn't just give it to him. But he wanted Joshua to obey him. He gave him the faith talk earlier. Right? Now he said, you got to put some feet on your faith. I need you to obey me. Now, And I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes God will have us going in circles. Just to bless our lives. And we don't know why we keep going around and around. We don't know why things are happening. I'm going to tell you why they're happening. Because God want to know, can you be obedient? Is this sounding good? It ain't that I can't give you what you want. It ain't that I don't have what you want. It ain't that I don't have the power to do it. I want to know, can you continue to walk in faith and obedience now i want you to notice something he's telling joshua how he's going to receive the blessing look what he says i want you to go around the city in other words just walk you ain't got to pull out no ak-47 i want you to walk look at verse number four and seven priests shall bear seven trumpets the ram's horns before the ark. And you know the ark, they took the ark, the ark was mobile. And they could take it wherever they went. And it uh, represented the presence of God. So they would take it with them to war. So he said, and and I'm gonna tell you something, not everybody could handle the ark. If you touch the ark, it's ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Even if it was falling, you better get out the way and let it hit the ground. Only the priestly could touch the ark. Why? Because God said so. Now watch this. He said in the seventh priest shall bear seven trumpets of ram horns before the ark. But the seventh day you shall march around the city how many times? Seven times. And the priest shall blow the trumpets. It shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the ram's horn. And when you hear the, song, the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shall shout with a great shout. Then the wall of the city will fall down flat, and the people shall go up every man straight before him. Now, if you read this, does this make any sense when it comes to taking over a city? That's like saying, you want that job? Walk around the building. times. Are y'all with me? I'm showing you something. It ain't the power that Joshua had in him but it was the power that God had in him. God said you don't need to put up your dukes. You need to have faith and obedience. Are you still with me? Watch this. We going somewhere. We getting somewhere. The Bible says in verse number six. Then Joshua called then Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said to them Take up the ark. And you know why he called them, right? Because I told you earlier, not everybody could touch the ark. He called the priests and said, take up the ark of the covenant. And let seven priests bear seven trumpets of horns, of ram's horns, uh, before the ark of the Lord. And he said to the people, proceed and march around the city. And let him who is armed advance before the ark of the Lord. So it was. When Joshua had spoken to the people. That the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of rams, horns, before the Lord, advanced and blew the trumpets, and the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. So it was like they were just walking. And you know, I looked at this as God introducing himself to everybody on the other side of that wall, letting them know a change is coming. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So they're walking around the wall. Now, the Bible says in verse number eight. So it was that Joshua had spoken to the people that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram horns before the Lord advanced and blew the trumpets and the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. The armed men went before the priests who blew the trumpets and the rear guard came after the ark while the priests continued blowing the trumpets. Now Joshua had commanded the people saying, you shall not shout or make any noise with your voice, nor shall a word proceed out of your mouth. Until the day I say to you, shout. Then you shall shout. Now, when you look at this, look at all these, all these instructions. And y'all know how folk are. Now, when he say holler. <laughs> but I gotta, I gotta tell you this. I brought this here for a reason. Can you make any sense? Out of walking around that wall to make it fall down. The only sense you can make out of it is if you have faith. Let me come closer. You may not can make sense out of what's happening today. Because you can't see with your eyes. But you can see. With your faith, y'all don't mind being in Bible study for a little while, do you? We're getting somewhere. Watch this. So, so in other words, you know, I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to wonder why do I have to keep doing this, and why do I have to keep coming here, and why people keep telling me no, and why do I keep getting rejected, and why do I keep going? Up? Lord, do you hear me? The Lord is like, shut up. Have faith and keep walking. You can't make sense out of everything that God wants you to do. Let's get, let's get going. Where we at CW? Where I'm at? 11. Thank you baby. You know when you get a little older all verses look alike. So he had the ark of the Lord circle the city going around at once. Then they came into the camp and lodged in the camp, and Joshua rose early in the morning, and the priests took up the ark of the Lord. The seven priests bearing seven trumpets of ram horns before the ark of the Lord went on continually and blew with the trumpet. And the armed men went before them. But the rear guard came after the ark of the Lord, while the priests continued blowing the trumpets. And the second day they marched around the city once and returned to the camp. They did. So they did six days. But it came to pass on the seventh day. That they rose up early. About the dawning of the day. And marched around the city. How many times this time? Seven times. How? In the same manner. Don't switch it up. When you're following God in faith. When you're following God in obedience. Don't switch it up. Don't listen to people tell you, well, this is what you need to do. This is what I would do if I was you. No, don't switch up. Keep coming to church. Keep praying to God. Keep trusting and believing in God. Keep the naysayers away from you. Don't switch it up. Some of you got a good formula going. Don't switch it up. Are you following me here? Watch this. The Bible says, where am I at? On that day. Where am I at? Sixteen. I'm telling y'all they look the same up here (laughs) and the seventh day it happened when the priest blew the trumpets that Joshua said to the Lord I'm sorry that Joshua said to the people shout for the Lord has what? now stop here now let me see where I stopped I stopped at 16 I'm going to 17 (laughs) it ain't going to happen to me no more (laughs) (laughs) I done got a method on y'all now. (laughs) Now, look at this. You got armed people. Nobody had to draw a weapon. All they had to do was walk. But why was this so powerful? Because God rewards obedience but what did it take in order to walk around that wall all those times are y'all starting to get I can give the song of invitation right now without faith there is no obedience and if you don't have obedience you don't have any reward are you understanding this In order to be rewarded, you must have faith. When you have faith, that faith should push you to obedience. When you have faith and obedience, God will reward you. Now, it doesn't matter what we're talking about. It doesn't matter what the case is. It doesn't matter who's against you. And I know some of you don't realize this because you're scared out of your shoes, but Donald Trump may be the president, but he ain't running nothing but his mouth. Because God owns all of this. And I'm gonna tell you something else. If Satan had to check in with God to see how far he could go with Job, Trump got to check in with Jesus. To see how far he can go with us. There's some folks still looking at me like. I don't know Donald is a powerful man. Let me tell you something. Some people get so caught up in man. No weapon that is formed shall prosper against you. And do you know why God can say that? Because he made the man who made the weapon. Do you understand what I'm talking about? See, we look at the wrong man. Don't look at the man in the blue suit and the red tie. You look at the man who sits high in heaven. Whatever you need, talk to Jesus. I got to get out of here, though. Let's keep reading. And now the city. He said, shall be doomed by the Lord to destruction. It and all who are in it, only Rahab, you know who Rahab is? Rahab was a harlot. But because Rahab took care of God's people, God showed her favor. So don't you tell me that you can't have a messed up life before Jesus and God won't take care of you after Jesus. I need you to know it doesn't matter where you came from. Somebody said, if you put me in the water, it's going to boil. If the water does boil, something else is wrong with you other than sin. I want you to know today that it doesn't matter what type of lifestyle you came from. God has enough forgiveness in him to forgive all of us for all of our sins. The Bible says, only Rahab the harlot shall live. She and all who are with her in the house. Because she hid the messengers that were sent. And you, by all means, abstain from the accursed things, lest you become accursed when you take of the accursed things and make the camp of Israel a curse and trouble it. Now, let me tell you something. When God delivers you again, I'm going to say this again. You listen. Now, you're listening. You don't need to do nothing illegal. You don't need to do nothing against God. When God is delivering you, you need to walk like God created you to be. Walk proudly. You don't need to switch it up. Look what he says. When you go in there, there are going to be some things that I don't want you to touch. Leave them alone. Because if you touch those things, then you're going to be cursed. Now watch this. Verse number 19. But all the silver and gold and vessels of bronze and iron are consecrated to the Lord. That shall come into the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted when the priests blew the trumpets. And it happened. When the trumpet, when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat. Then the people went into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. I'm not going to read the rest of it. You read from 21 through 27 for homework. What I want to show you today is sometimes God has us going in circles and it doesn't make sense to us. But you keep walking in faith and obedience and God rewards obedience. When God delivers you, you don't need to do anything wrong. You don't need to try to get a, a super advantage. You don't need to do any of that. And let me give you an example, because sometimes examples are better. You know, you know they, uh, they played you wrong on your job and um, they didn't do you right. And somebody called you and said, you know what, we are gonna uh, uh, give you two more dollars an hour. But you noticed when your paycheck came, you had too much money on it. They paid you too much by mistake. Now some folk gonna say, won't he do it? Won't he will? Yeah. you take that back because that's not yours you don't want anything tainted to be associated with you I took you to this story for a reason the reason is it truly didn't make a whole bunch of sense that all they had to do was walk around blow the trumpet and shout and God would give them the victory. Because everything that God does in our lives may not make sense to us. And everything that God does does not have to make sense. But what does make sense is He is God. And He's God all by Himself. And whatever God has for you is for you, but sometimes church, you have to go through some challenging things to get to those things. Sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have to go through a battle to get what God has already given you. So when you want that promotion, you don't have to go into your place of work and cuss everybody out and tell them how many degrees you have and how long you've been here and and you train this person and they don't know how to do their job anyway. You're the best person. You don't need to do any of that. You need to meditate on his word day and night. And God will bless you. Your life. This whole story about Jericho. God had already promised them. That they were going to take the land. It was theirs. But they needed to go get it. And to get it. They needed to walk in obedience. They need to have faith. And they needed to have obedience. It goes to show you. That things that happen to us today. Don't let them take you off your square. Stay with God. Keep your faith in God. Keep being obedient, and I know how it is. Sometimes, the more faith we have and the more obedient we are, look like the more folk try to use us. But don't you cross over to the other side. You stay where you are. You keep God on the forefront of your life. You keep God leading you. See, I'm telling you this, church, because it does get discouraging sometimes. It gets discouraging when we don't have exactly what we're asking for and we don't receive it right away. And sometimes we believe that God may not be listening to us or God, he just may not want to answer our prayers. But what I want to tell you is sometimes God will send you all around the block just to come through the front door of your house. He has us going in circles. But he's doing it for a reason to increase our faith in him. What do you think would have happened if Joshua and the rest of them walked around the wall for three days and stopped? Do you think the walls would have fell down? Why? Because you didn't complete it. But isn't that the same when we're on our knees praying and we don't get what we're asking for? Then we get up off our knees and say, well, I ain't going to pray no more. I ain't coming to church this Sunday because it ain't working out for me. Maybe God wants you to pray that seventh time, that eighth time. I want you to know, church, that whatever it is that you may experience, don't let it stop you from believing in God and from obeying his will. Joshua was only as powerful as the Lord gave him strength. It wasn't Joshua. It was the Lord who had his back. And I'm telling you today that God has our backs. And if we want God to continue to fight our battles, we need to be obedient and we need to walk in faith. If you're here today and you're not a child of God, you're not a Christian, you come by hearing, believing, repenting, confessing, and being baptized. If you are a Christian and you know that you need to increase your faith, you need to... Increase your uh, your endurance. You know, it, it it takes something to continue to move forward and continue to do things without receiving. I mean, it's, it could be discouraging sometimes when we feel that there's something that we want, something that we need, but God is not giving those things to us. I want you to know that regardless of what battle we are fighting. Don't make up excuses. Don't let fear and doubt intimidate you in your heart. Some of us, we make up so many reasons why we can't get it. I feel so undeserving. I'm going to say this and I'm going to get out of here. Quit basing your blessing off of what you did that was so messed up four years ago. Because if God wanted to get you for that, you could have already gotten God. Are you understanding what I'm saying? You know, um, somebody asked me the other day. They said, do you believe in karma? Some stuff you may be going through right now, do you believe that it's karma? I said, I don't believe in karma. I said, I believe in sin. And I believe because we sin." That's what brings about a lot of things in our lives. So it's not that, you know, I slap somebody, so now somebody's gonna slap me three years later. I don't believe in that, because you know what? If karma was always 100%, what about the person it first happened to who didn't do anything? What karma got Jesus? See, we need to get off that Facebook stuff. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> I, I stole, I stole uh, uh, some corn chips when I was 10, and I just bought me a, 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 a new Mercedes-Benz. I bet you somebody going to come steal my car because I stole those corn chips. If they're going to steal your car, they're going to steal your car. That's why you got auto insurance. Are y'all getting me? Quit walking around here scared because you know you did wrong. If God was going to get us, all of us got something to get gotten about. Some more than others. Like folks say, when I get to heaven, I'm going to ask God. No, you ain't, you ain't going to ask God nothing. If you get into heaven, you're going to shut your mouth and you're going to go right on in there. You ain't going to even ask him where you're matching at. You'll see the nearest park bench, just sit there. I don't even need a matching in heaven. I just need to make it there. i make it. Junebug ain't going to be there. i make it. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Obedience. The walls fell. They didn't have to blow it up with a gun. They didn't have a bazooka. They had faith. By faith they marched. And that's why God blessed them. If you want to be blessed. You got to have faith. And listen. Stop talking to people who don't believe like you believe. Leave them alone. Stop. When they don't believe they're going to put fear in you That's right. That's right. my friend walked around the road ten times nothing happened maybe your friend don't know jesus like i know jesus i need somebody to get up here and walk down today and give god their life Amen. or come and ask for prayers as we together stand what you got sean who's singing i'm glad i know you he's trying to sound like barry white what you say <laughs> do y'all hear that <laughs> Let's do that again. Now, what you gonna sing? I'm glad I know you. I ain't gonna win this one. Let's stand up.